Good evening everybody. It is Wednesday the 9th of June here in Singapore and welcome to another episode of Bill Invests. Alright, so for today I'm going to continue where I left off the last week uh, which is talking about various asset classes that one can invest in. So, uh, we have talked about cryptocurrency and bonds during my last episode. So, I have three more asset classes to share with you. Next up will be commodities. So, commodities uh, cover a wide range of a wide range of products from ranging from oil to gold, copper, silver. So, there's uh, like your metals. Um, there are your crops, agriculture as well. So agriculture would be in the form of um, wheat, corn, um, barley. You know all this, all this uh, agriculture. Yeah. So basically, it's split into uh, oils. So you have your oils, which is like your uh, your crude oil and a different kind of oil. Your metals and agriculture. So these are the three main categories uh, which falls under commodities. Now how does one actually buy into a commodity? Um, first off would be via the physical item. So if you want to invest in gold, you can just head to uh, Goldsmith or you can enter a bank and say that you know I want to invest in gold. Some will give you a physical gold, some will give you a a certificate you know, stating that how, how many ounces or how many kgs of gold that you have. Um, other methods would be via uh, mobile apps. So recently I came across one called Everest Gold. The, the prices there mimic the current gold prices and one can just simply uh, invest in the gold itself. It's a virtual currency. And some, so you also can, you are also able to invest in commodities through the stock market. So many of times, there will be fund houses that would that would buy into various uh, various commodities, and they will package this into a commodity fund, which can be in a form of ETF or it can be a form of unit trust. And then they will market it, be it in um, in the stock market or through a broker where it's not publicly traded. So these are a couple of different avenues that one can assess the commodities market. So next up, we have the stock REITs and business trust. So these three are what you see in the stock market every day. You know, you just sit in there and you see all the green and red lights flickering showing whether it's uh, buying higher or selling lower so the main difference between these three I'll start with stocks so stocks they are not required to pay a dividend so it's just basically based on um, the management and their decision whether to share their annual profits with the shareholders or if they decide to use their profits to actually reinvest in the business so as to scale the business at a faster rate so this is for stocks 
So usually people invest in stock mainly for capital appreciation and if there is any other side dividends that is being declared, that is actually a bonus. So next up we have REITs. REITs uh, stands for Real Estate Investment Trust. So REITs are kind of special because they are required to pay out 90% of their retained earnings. So whatever profit that they have, they need to pay out 90% of it to shareholders. So this is something like a mandatory clause. And then again, you know, there are different ways to, to allocate money such as uh, such that when you reach the bottom line, you know, it's not exactly 100% a profit because you can park a um, certain amount of money elsewhere. You know. So usually people invest in REITs for their high yield. The yield can go as high of up to 8 to 10%. You know. But whether it's sustainable, this is another issue. So whenever you invest in any company, any form of company, it's all about consistency, sustainability. So how consistent are they with their revenue generating, you know, and how consistent are they in uh, giving out dividends and sustainability? Is it possible to sustain this amount of dividends for the next uh, five year or ten year, depending on your investment horizon? So this is for REITs, uh, Real Estate Investment Trust. So business trusts operate very similar to REITs, but it is uh, any other form of uh, any other sector besides the real estate so it can be uh, golf courses it can be uh, pay television like cable tv some are being listed in singapore as well we also have uh, broadband services fiber network uh, netlink trust which is also invest uh, listed in singapore all right so the last asset class that i will talk about is ETF or unit trust of funds. So ETF is basically exchange traded funds. So there are different kinds of ETFs if you want to boil it down further, but I'll not be covering this today. So ETFs basically is uh, known as a basket of uh, different equities. So this basket can be made up of the same type of product. So for example, there can be a gold ETF where uh, this ETF actually tracks the price of all the gold companies, for example. Uh, there's also an ETF listed that is a REIT ETF. So this actually tracks uh, the performance of uh, a few REIT counters. So as you can see, you know, even though I mentioned all these uh, different asset classes, but it can be intermingled within each other so as mentioned uh, we have commodities ETF as well there is also a recently listed uh, cryptocurrency ETF so for those who want to you know in a way hedge their losses or hedge their performance against the volatility of the cryptocurrency so you can one can actually look into uh, cryptocurrency ETF there's bond ETF as well let's just say so is how ETF work basically it just tracks the performance of uh, the asset class or rather uh, tracks the performance of the products within this exchange traded funds so ETFs exchange traded funds are traded on the exchange exchange meaning the stock market and therefore it's called exchange traded funds 
So we have a uh, unit trust as well. Unit trusts are not traded on the um, are not traded on the stock market. So how does one purchase them? It's through brokers as well, but usually they will buy in at the end of the day, and you can't really indicate the price that you want to buy in. So you just buy in at the end of the day, and there you go. But basically, uh, unit trusts are rather similar to ETFs as well in the in the sense that there are different sort of unit trusts. Um, they buy into the different products as well. There's a spectrum of different products. However, one thing to note about ETFs and uh, and unit trusts is that there is a form of management fee that you can't have to pay yearly. So usually this management fee will be taken out from the net asset value and it won't be deducted from your holdings but it will just be deducted from the share price or rather the price uh, that you see itself. Okay, so this is uh, the five key asset classes. You know, some people may categorize it in a different way but this is uh, how I categorize it. In the next episode, I will share more about investing strategies uh, depending on how what's your risk tolerance level like and from there, you can see how we can actually build a portfolio that suits your investment style. Alright, so as always, uh, I read so you don't have to. I'll catch you next time.